All right. Um, we're back with another episode of Dime a Dozen. Um, yeah, thanks for being here, guys. We are full of topics and surprises today. Um, Eli Ooh, is I can't actually, wait to hear this. Yeah, Eli is actually out of town right now. We're we're doing big things. We're traveling. We're still recording. It's. I'm just it's saying really I can't well. wait to hear this because I don't know what topics or surprises we have. So I'm actually excited. <laughs> yeah, let's dive right in. Uh, dive why right is in. Nick Cannon having all these children? <laughs> Can someone tell me? Did I miss something? Oh, such a weird. It, it kind of seemed to happen out of nowhere. Like the last set of kids that I knew about were with Mariah, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, there's like seven children. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, if you're if you're just if you're just fertile, just say that. Yeah, I don't get it. I just feel like <laughs> you don't get it. I don't, especially as a person with, especially as a person with kids. I just don't yeah. don't get it. Like that's crazy. Yeah. And it's kind of it sad is. because. Um. Up. Uh, the the I, I think like a common misconception with being a parent is like the financial aspect of it or challenges yes. of it. It's just not as big a factor right. as people think. It's really the time and I remember um right. there yeah. was a famous football player. He was pretty good. His name was um Cromarty, Antonio Cromarty. And he's kinda one of these guys mm-hmm. with like eleven kids or some stupid number. And um, yeah, he even had a kid after having a vasectomy. You know how like when you get a vasectomy, there's like a period where you can still get someone pregnant. I want to say it's like two months or three months after. I know they sever. What is it? The the vas deferens? Well, whatever. Um, mm-hmm, but yeah, true. like if you have to wait like three months, I think. And he had a vasectomy and got someone pregnant pretty much like two weeks <laughs> Within after, that time frame. You know? Yeah. Um, but anyways, the point I was making is that... So they were asking him during like a football practice because it was kind of like a, a topic of discussion. Like, man, this guy has so many kids and whatever. And they were asking him their names. And he was struggling bad. It's just like a really oh, bad look. No. It was embarrassing. It was yeah. a bad look. You know, and it just kind of speaks to what I'm trying to say. Like, dude, yeah. to build a meaningful connection with your kids and right. be able to I support mean, listen, them and know all their Yeah, little... even two-parent households, mm-hmm. you know, can leave a child feeling, you know, a little neglected for whatever reason. If you're right. spending a lot of time on work or right. other things or, you know what I mean? We're human. A lot of the times... You have to realize, like, oh, I need to intentionally spend this time with my kid or, right. you know, intentionally let them know that I'm there because life, you know, happens and you have mm-hmm. things to do and responsibilities. So mm-hmm. to have like, I don't know, what is it, three different baby mothers within six months, it's just it's a testament to the fact that he doesn't really. Is that really what it is? Of, he he ha- he got three different women pregnant in, in a year because I saw that he got f- he yes. had four children Oh, I guess it would have to be that, right? Because you obviously like can't get of- you can't get one person pregnant four times in a year. So yeah, right, I, I exactly. I think I didn't even think one about of them that. was another set of twins, and then mm. you know 
a single and a single. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. He That's seemed wild. so nonchalant when um, I think he was doing an interview on his podcast with mm-hmm. JT and um, the other one. Justin Timberlake? No, the City Girls girls. They're from they're, Miami. They're, they were guests on his show? I think so, yeah. And she okay. kind of made like a joke, like kind of uh-huh. like, like kind of something like kind of innocent, but like, oh, to wrap it up, like telling him to yeah. wrap it up. Yeah. And he was like very adamant about letting her know that like all of these were planned and right. I could have gotten multiple women pregnant and I didn't. Right. So these were meant to be pregnant. And it's just like, yeah. Like, I get it. You have money, like you said. And this is the first thing that came to my, to my mind is like, yeah, financially, you can take care of seven children. But, you know, how much can you be there for a kid that you don't live with? Or, OK, now you have four different baby mothers. They're all not they're not all going to be in the same place. No, no, but let's say they were. You're right. That makes it even worse. The fact that they're not. But even if they were, your your yeah. attention can't be split. Right. Even the. You can't do it. To, to seven kids or what what yeah. so what's his total now seven I think the total is seven yeah so now you got them probably living in different states right. you know so many just... more expenses flying people in child support all these complications that you're adding to your life and I guess it was planned so you know congrats to Nick and all the baby moms I hope they are doing well and thriving what a terrible um, but yeah, plan. It's, not a good it was look. planned, but it's the worst plan of all time. <laughs> Why would you plan this? My yeah. goodness. Yeah, so maybe you should um, Yikes. You know, get on it. Yeah, yeah I mean, is he in New York? Up to do. Now that I'm in New York, maybe I should find him and let him know. Hey, man. <laughs> How you um, feel? This is a terrible idea. I, I don't know <laughs> what you're thinking. Yeah, I, I, I saw... An article, I meant to send it to you. I, I'm going to look it up real quick because I don't want to mm-hmm. ruin the specific number. But it was insane. It was a guy that died recently and he had the record for, oh. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like the most, fathered the most children ever. Did I send life. it to you then maybe? I think so. It was a while ago though. I'd have to go back in the, our text. But yeah, it was like over a hundred. It didn't even make sense. Oh, I found it. Man who fathered eighty nine children has died at the age of seventy six. Uh, oh, that's it. I could have sworn it. You see how rumors start. Eighty nine, though. Yeah, it's still crazy. I think that's Nick like Cannon's- generations. That's generations of <laughs> procreation. That is like every decade you're averaging eight kids. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And I bet you some of those were like recent. Like there's probably some of those kids are probably like three and four years old. You know what I mean? You know what's sad about that too, though, is that he's not raising all those. The kids are raising the kids like the you know what I mean? It's just like the responsibility can no longer be his. I mean, this is an older man now. You know what I mean? That's interesting that you say that because I remember um, when I worked at uh, one of the hospitals I worked at, I met a woman. I was doing a a test for her and 
she had nine kids there with her. Oof. And what well, was I? What was I? What was I doing for her? Um, yeah, we thought she had a, a pulmonary embolism, and um, she had nine kids with her. And I think I want to say she had like twelve or thirteen in total, or something like that. And she was relatively young. She was in her late twenties, mid to late twenties. Wow. So, yeah. like, they were pretty chill. Like, I went to her room to pick her up and explain everything to her. And I was confused at how many people were in the room. And I noticed <laughs> the majority of them were little people. And then oh, I noticed wow. that they all had the same face. And then I noticed mm-hmm. that they were all her kids. And then I was even more confused because of how, like, of a relaxed and calm environment it was. And she yeah. wasn't doing anything. And then she told me, yeah, yeah like, I just, like... The older ones really help a lot. They really, it actually becomes easy after three. I'm like, ah, oh, no, I'll just take your word for it. Um, They're going to resent that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, man. I could definitely see that. Yeah, you didn't ask to be a parent. You just got brought into this world. You're learning yourself. And, now and then you're... you get in trouble for all the shit your, your little siblings do. You know, your little sibling I mean, climbs a fence and gets hurt. It would be hard for me to get, get in, in trouble, trouble if I was doing that for my parent. It'd be like, oh, okay, so you want to do this on your own. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Peace. I'm yeah. out. You're 12. You're packing your shit and leaving. Right. Yeah, man. So what what is it about, like... When when you fly, do you ever fly first class? Uh, first class. Um, the only time I did was for my honeymoon. <laughs> I'm gonna mm-hmm. be honest with you. Like I'm yeah. one of those, like really cheap ticket kind of. Per- you know, it's I look just, for the cheapest ticket I can find. I I always almost do it, and then can never come to do it because it's just like the ticket will be two hundred, three hundred bucks, and they're like, oh, upgrade to business or first class. And it's only going to be a total of $600 now. It's always like almost <laughs> double. No. So you're just like... Yeah, I don't that's know. Like, like, th- that's like an extra night at the nicest hotel to wherever right. you know, you're Right, or just having through. the luxury of having extra cash for your trip yeah, while you're out, yeah. you know? Yeah. I was tempted but, again. And <laughs> then I saw the price. And I'm like, man, it's an it's a hour and a half flight, two hours exactly, max or something. Exactly. I'm going to go to sleep yeah. anyways. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing nah, it. It would, it would be worth it if you're doing like one of those 18-hour flights or... Yeah, but then they, you know the I mean? price would be astronomical. So it'd be <laughs> worth it, but then it's like if you really want to spend an extra four or $500 or, or right, whatever. Right, on top of what. If you can afford it, hey. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, man. It's just funny the... There, there are just not many other social settings where there's like a clear, separation, yeah, <laughs> and almost uncomfortable. I was gonna ask you. I was like, don't you hate it when you're like boarding the plane and you have to pass everyone in first class, and it's just this awkward like mm, very should I make awkward. eye contact. Should I not? <laughs> yeah, man. It's like the peasants being herded yeah. to the back. <laughs> no, well, for it, it's it's two tiered, right? Because first right. it's the boarding, the boarding part Order. is already like yeah, they they like part like the Red Sea, the commoners, <laughs> yeah, part like the Red Sea while the royalty kind of walks exactly. through. No, 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 no. First class first. Priority boarding. Move. Move peasants. 
Move Very your interesting poor, experience. Your huh? poor bags out of the way, you <laughs> dirty peasants. Ugh. Don't touch me with those. Disgusting. Don't. You know, they're like, don't make eye contact. The couples, <laughs> you know, talking to each other. Yeah. Don't, look, don't, look at them. <laughs> don't reach over just me. Go, I will go, bring your bag up. And then, and then the awkward, like, making the walk of shame to the back <laughs> with the regular folk, you know? Right, right. They're just... Yeah, you, I don't know. I, I have I no problem being in the back. I challenge you to think of another, like, social setting where it's where that you know it's clear there's like concerts concerts bro yeah it's not the same though i don't feel the type (laughs) of way when i'm not as close as i'd like to because it's like you unless you're way 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 in nosebleed there's just so much middle ground that you can kind of be like it's they're so just true. way and too you're not many like herded seats. past vip to get to your seat <laughs> that too but they're just way too many options that are still good enough you know what i mean like yeah. where it's like yeah i'm not backstage or i'm not front row but i'm 10 rows back and that's still okay like right you know but anyways <laughs> yeah that's uh, always an interesting experience did you um see the the girl that won the spelling bee this year. Yeah, what a badass. Yeah, yo. I am I've so never proud been of her. more confused in my life when they were showing the million activities and things she can do. And, she does. And yeah. how good she is at basketball and she's smart and she wants to be an astronaut. Yeah. Very impressive young lady. For those who Very don't know impressive. what we're talking about, her name is Zaila Avantgarde and she is the latest winner of um the spelling bee and also mm-hmm. the first african-american to do so mm-hmm. um so really special moment it was so cute such a wholesome moment this week um, yeah and as a person who's extremely language deficient and i misspell <laughs> things constantly it's an inspiration <laughs> right you got to get on her level and start studying a thousand words a day it I can't spell words that I've been saying for 20 (laughs) years. Imagine having to spell something you've never heard. It always impresses me when you you can tell they've never heard the word. They don't know what it is. They ask for the meaning 10 times. Mm -hmm. They ask for the whatever the origin. And you can see their little brains like working it out. And their words like tomorrow in mississippi that have double letters that i'm like always misspelling and i'm like i don't know how many r's this is supposed to have right so how do they figure that out they know rules and little tricks to help them remember origins and that's so impressive that's the most impressive part because you can kind of guess like if i make up a word you can kind of guess but like to n- figure out the double letters, like yeah. R-R-L-L or whatever. Yeah. Or silent letters. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, these kids are brilliant. Yeah, well... Yeah, so good for her. Yeah, for once it wasn't someone from the continent of Asia. <laughs> right. No, that's real talk. I watched a documentary, actually, that it's was talking about... Kid, man. It, yo, it was talking always. about how these Indian kids are groomed for <laughs> the spelling. spelling bee. That's amazing. Yeah, the the Chinese kids are groomed for like gymnastics. <laughs> the Indian kids are groomed for spelling bees, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, 
<laughs> but yeah, like when they showed the montage of her balling on the court and doing, I couldn't she, believe it. She has two world uh, Guinea get get what is it Guinness world Guinness? records Guinness or is that Guinness. the beer Guin Guinness? I don't know now. You're nah, confusing me. Now nah, ask me to spell Guinness it. Guinness. Yeah, that one. Um, she has two records, which, like one for juggling or something, and then the other for dribbling the most basketballs. She and then they show a video of her dribbling like nine basketballs. Like what? You haven't seen it? I did not see that part. Yo, she has two world records: one for wow. dri- dribbling the most basketballs, or something like that, and another one, like it has to do with juggling or something. Yeah, how amazing! Like, how do you do that? Learn to spell, play on an actual team. Have a right. normal childhood. Like, I don't know. It's pretty amazing. Um, Very cool stuff. So, uh, what, what do you... Yeah, kind of going back to the Nick Cannon thing, right? Because that'll help me segue into the, the other thing I wanted to pick your brain about. Uh, are an interesting... It wasn't an article. It was a, a video clip about marriage. Um, why do you think he just doesn't... And I guess this is not a question for you. This is probably a better question for him. And maybe he's addressed that. Why doesn't he just have multiple kids with the same person? Like, you could do mm-hmm. that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, that would be better, no. healthier for the kids. You know, they're all siblings. I mean, they're, they are all siblings, but... It's yeah, different when saying. you gotta have. I don't. I you know what? Sister. I think he's BSing. I think it was a defensive move. It's kind of like he doesn't want to hear anything about the actions that he's taken, and it's kind of like the easiest way to shut everybody up is to be like, "Yeah, I knew what I was doing. Like everyone, shut up. This was my it's plan." About, yeah, he said something about his legacy, and I'm like, "Dude, your legacy is drumline. Like, get get out of here." And 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 you know. Let's not forget he had that song with R. Kelly, uh, the Gigolo yeah. song, which oh, really yeah. plays into him ha- having seven kids. Yes. yes, he meant it. I'm a Gigolo, spending lots of dough. Uh-huh. Oh, no. I think that's how it went. That's really, it was really foreshadowing. Yeah, seriously. He was wow. trying to tell us. Like, yeah, he wow. really did mean it. So I I sent you a clip earlier this week, I think it was yesterday, maybe this morning, from uh Dr. Scott Peterson talking about marriage and intelligence and he was di- uh discussing it with um a woman. I I don't know her name, but I've seen her. She hosts a show, a pretty popular show. I don't know her name though. And she uh-huh. said, and I'll fudge the numbers because I don't remember exactly, but something like for every, what was it, maybe 10 IQ points, a woman's intelligence or IQ increases, she's like 40% less likely to get married. Was that it? Oh, wow. You didn't even I'm not watch sure. it. No. You didn't even watch it. Yeah, but it's something like that. It, it yeah. Essentially, the higher her IQ, the, the less, less likely she is to get married. And but it's the inverse for men: the higher oh, their wow. IQ, the more likely the more likely. To get married. Interesting. And they didn't really he they kind of like flirted with the ideas of maybe why and how 
usually smarter women have certain types of careers and can be seen as uh, I don't know intimidating so most men won't even approach or they kind of yeah. he, he kind of brushed it off as that I'm like yeah I think that kind of plays into it or but I mean what do you have any thoughts on that um and the so fact I mean, that you're married the... <laughs> does that basically mean you're not your IQ is pretty low yeah, I was going to say I must be, like, on the lower end of that <laughs> spectrum. You got married um, quick. Yo, you got married <laughs> real quick. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, I think it's several factors. I don't think, I mean, you can really pick one and say, like, this is the main cause. I mean, to mm-hmm. begin with, like, women are get the shorter end of the stick because there's more women than there are men to begin with. Mm. And then... I don't know. I think that the smarter women are, they realize they don't need to subscribe to this um, this practice that, in a lot of women's opinion, is kind of antiquated. You well, know, marriage. they can take care of themselves. They don't mm. need someone to fill a role to kind of, like, control what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, that, yeah. type, that, that type of thing. It's like, there were traditional roles at one time, and it, it made sense to get married because basically women didn't have rights to do things and so we needed to get married so that men could provide for us so that we could live and, live and raise children that's it mm-hmm. you know life has that. changed <laughs> let's go back to that those were the good old days man good old days yeah um yeah no life has changed life has changed you know things are way better for women not the best and could definitely improve but mm. better and so i think women are realizing that they could just do it themselves yeah i um i don't know man but no i feel like i've seen examples of this in real life and i feel like i've seen like men's light bulbs just like dim when you when you show that you are intellectual or show that like you're thinking beyond just abc you know what i mean I just, I can only speak for myself. Like, it's amazing to be around a a person who's clearly more intelligent than you are, clearly more, I don't know, accomplished. Yeah, I I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I'm I'm lying. I'm lying. You're right. Men men are intimidated by that on average. Mm -hmm. On average. Um, Yeah. By more ambitious, more, more accomplished. Yeah, not going to take your shit. Yeah. Well, that's a different thing, though. That that's that has less to do with accomplishments and less to do with intelligence and more to do with personality. For a woman like, like to taking be shit accomplished, is, that's a for, for a woman... Thing. I'm just... Well, it, it correlates to me. For a woman you, to you be You can be intelligent and be, a do- and be a doormat. You can be intelligent and be accomplished... And be a doormat. I've actually seen that. You could be, but it's way harder to be, especially as a woman. Like, you have to kind of break those barriers. I don't know. In a man's world, quote unquote. I don't feel like those two things are are hand in hand at all. Mm. Like, how many intelligent people do you know that don't have common sense? I I know a few. I can think (laughs) of a few that are super book smart, you know, have, have great careers and have succeeded in life, quote unquote, you know, on paper. But then yeah. they're just kind of like a little not... Off socially? 
Yeah, not necessarily subject, but they're just like maybe a little ditzy, you know? Like they just lack mm-hmm. a little bit of common sense and I hear you. are are easily manipulated or yeah. whatever. So I don't know. It's kind of how you get like the dead the deadbeat guy who you who's driving his girlfriend's car or his wife, you know what I'm saying? Or living off his girl's money or because yeah. She's accomplished and intelligent, and he's, like, lazy and plays video games all day. <laughs> That's actually the smartest man. <laughs> he's, he's, doing what, he's doing what you all wish you could. He's doing what I plan on doing. <laughs> right. It's the, that's, in, that's in the five-year. You thought I quit my job to start a business? I quit my job to <laughs> live off my girl. <laughs> Terrible. That that is the um, business. So this weekend was the it, so I don't know how to say this. Is it cons? Friends? What are you talking about? Cons. C A N N E S or cans? Cans? Oh, the music. Uh, the film. Cans. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? Cans. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, you're asking so this, the wrong that... person. Can the Cans Film <laughs> Festival? Yeah, Cans Film Festival. Yeah. Um. You read about that story of Matt Damon. Um, he, he was giving a master class pretty much during the Cannes Film Festival this weekend. Yes. And pretty much revealed that he missed out on an opportunity yes. um, to star in Avatar and gain 10% of its profits. Which, if you know anything about Avatar, you know that it's one of the highest grossing, or if not ever. the highest grossing It, it was for a long time. It's not anymore. But for, for a while, it was like... The highest grossing movie ever. 10%. Right. That's that's crazy. 10%. Man. That's crazy. So, yeah, that was 10% that's of crazy. what, 2 point something billion? That's I don't know. Crazy. I don't know how much it made. Um, yeah, it's 2.8 something billion. That that's it what it's grossed worldwide? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so he, he missed out on close to 300 million bucks. Yep. One check. That's that's nuts. I mean, I I can guarantee you he's not even worth that much, and he's worth a lot. Wow. I can guarantee wow. it. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it now, just out of yeah. Curiosity. So the guy who actually ended up starring in the film, I can't recall his name right now, wasn't offered that Sam same deal. Yeah, he wasn't offered that same deal, obviously, because he wasn't as big of a star. Um, so they look, were kind his, of his net to, worth. Sorry, uh-huh. his net worth is 170 million right now wow and wow. and and you know we, we can't sneeze at that that's it's a that's lot a shit load of money but you know that's a 30-year career and he's worth 170 million that one yeah. movie could have grossed him close to you know oh my a, approaching double that you know yeah he Which was he nuts. was kind of joking around saying that he'll go down in history as you know the actor that turned down the most money you know, you know ironically, really, it's it's hard for us to even know how much money he missed out on. Because that was the gross of the movie. Right. Off of the backs of virtually unknown actors and actresses. Exactly. Zoe, Zoe Saldana so wasn't a huge star at the time. You just said Sam Worthington is virtually an unknown and still kind yeah. of is. He was uh, one of the most recognizable faces and a bankable face 
So maybe it would have made a little bit more. So interesting. And also, like, is it just off of the movie, or like, for example, they have like a whole ride in the, in like, I don't know if it's Islands or Universal or one of those. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the merchandise and all of that. Like, do you get ten percent of that too? No, I think it was just the movie. Just the movie. No, no, but it was he was gonna get paid plus the ten percent. Wow. It's nuts, man. What what a what a terrible decision, and I mean it, it, it. In the article, he says he doesn't regret it, and he probably doesn't, because he was filming the Born Identity, one of the installments of right, that, right, and it right. just like the schedules. He said it would have been too tight, and he just wanted to focus on one thing. Um, right, he thought he was doing the right thing him. at the time, and he really likes those movies, and they were successful also, and and they're pretty. They're okay i enjoy them i think they're okay movies but i don't know man i'm not even a fan of avatar and, and we've talked about this yeah we, we have yeah. yes I'm not a huge fan of avatar because it's like the concept's been redone like four million times i feel like i saw a movie recently and it was like that same concept theme outsider adopted to you know, a clan, a group, uh, you know, a tribe mm-hmm. leads them all to whatever. You know, past yeah, the bad yeah. guys who he used to belong to. Like, what? Yeah, that like it's been redone so Savior many times. Savior com- complex. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And he gets the chick, and he gets the, you know, the tribal chick who always ends up being the daughter of the chief or something right (laughs) and there's always the guy who's she's already betrothed to did i say that right is that the right um she's betrothed 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 thank you um and he hates it's like oh my god this shit again yeah so (laughs) annoying yeah they've been working on another one for a long time it's supposed to be a trilogy so the one thing to me that's interesting about the Avatar movies is that it, the first one was delayed by about 10 years because the way James Cameron wanted to shoot it, it just wasn't, it wasn't possible to do it at the time with the technology that was available. So supposedly something similar is happening with this one. It's been delayed because the ideas that he has for the movie, the technology just isn't there yet. Which I think is amazing. That's super yeah. interesting. Yeah, he's a visionary for that. Yeah. for sure. I can respect that. Just needs cool. to kind of like revolutionize the the story aspect a little bit if right. you can. So Maybe did you'll you see get into the? It. Uh, It'll be the first sequel you love. Yeah, doubt that. Did Did you see the uh, Conor McGregor fight last night? I did not, but I did see all kinds of photos and memes and disgusting, disturbing content this morning so i'm assuming you watched it what was disturbing his his, the twist of his leg or whatever he broke Ugh. yeah man noodle poor thing i don't even know how that happened noodle did you watch i did it's always crazy how like in real time you're you never know what happened you're like well what happened what he literally just crumbled the guy went to punch him um and he missed and then he crumbled. I'm like, he didn't even hit him. What? 
he, he, why did he crumble and then cover up and was just writhing in pain? I'm like, is he having a heart attack? What's happening? And then, of course, on the replay. So you could so, only see really what happened in like the slow motion? Um, I mean, yeah, if you were, yeah, like unless you happen to be looking at his foot and you caught it, I mean, but yeah, it was, it happened so quickly. Wow. And you were, and they were actually exchanging blows, right? They're exchanging punches. And what actually happened was at, you know, f- foot level. So yeah. yeah, you weren't really looking there. Um, so why are people, I mean, I know that he's a great fighter and then he went into retirement like not that long ago and then came out of it. He's retired like nine times. They're not, it's not okay. real retirement. Okay, it's just like I'm taking a break for a prolonged yeah, amount of time. Yeah. Anyways, people are kind of like, I've read some things and the majority of it is kind of like, oh, like, you know, give up. Like, you're good. Yeah, because look, man, the, the UFC is in a weird spot, in my opinion, because it's it's a better product than boxing, right? So if you like combat sports, the UFC is a really good league and the way they run it because it's one guy making the decisions on who's going to fight who. So the fans and the people who are really into it always get the fights that they want. It's always like, this guy's really good. This guy's the best. They need to fight. There's not going to be two years of negotiating and a million hands in the pot and a million promoters. And it's like, no, the the one guy who's the boss says it's going to happen and it happens. Great. But it's also too, like personality driven so the biggest draws aren't necessarily the best exactly so the three three of the most popular guys in that sport are mcgregor jorge masvidal from miami and um what's the other mexican guy diaz uh, nate diaz super Mm -hmm. popular guy I think those dudes have lost six in a row combined. Like, none of them have won in the last, like, maybe two years or so. Interesting. But it's their personality. It's like a popularity contest. Yeah, people like them, the way they carry themselves, the way they talk, the way they talk to opponents. It's the trash talk, the build-up before the fight. And then you have a lot of the guys who are really skilled. And there's some exceptions, but for the most part, this kind of ends up being true. Some of the guys who are just really skilled just don't have that trash talking ability and it just it's not the same you it's know? not as so entertaining it it's doesn't not sell. so they're in an interesting spot where yeah you get a lot of the really good fights and the best do really fight the best nine times out of ten but sometimes those guys just don't pull the same media and fan yeah. interest Attention. so he's one of those guys he's the biggest draw like if you look at the top 10 UFC fights ever, like as far as pay-per-view, he's probably got like six or seven of them. Well, according to the fans, they want to see some skilled people because they're tired of... Yeah, he's lost, he's lost, what, three out of the last four, and now he's in his 30s, and that's ancient for elite athlete, you know, like when you're getting into your 30s, that's like the end of your prime, you know? So, and you're talking about an injury that, who knows what, if everything goes perfect, 
not a single setback with the surgery and the rehab and then the training, he could be back in a year, year and a half. And that's assuming everything goes perfect. That's a lot of ifs for a guy in his 30s, a guy in his 30s who's already taken a couple L's. It's clearly not the same guy he was four or five years ago. Now a, a, a pretty severe injury. What's he going to look so like bad. after that injury two years Oof. from now? You know, yeah, is he see. is he going to be able to jump back in and fight an elite guy like the guy he just fought last night? No, he couldn't fight. The one round that they, they pretty much completed, because that happened at the end of the round, but the one round they completed, he was getting smashed. So it's yeah. like... He wouldn't have won anyway. Just, I, I think it's time to hang it up, man. I don't know. He I says he absolutely wants to fight him back again and that it's not over. And, but I, think I mean, it's he kind of has to say that. He does. But he might mean it. That's kind of like mean, a mark of... of fighters right they mm -hmm. never know when it's time most fighters some do but most of them like the, they find out the hard way that it's time yeah. to move on yikes you know? yep well yes that's sports. a wrap glad we got to do a little bit of sports sports and sports guys I'm so happy you heard it here first just kidding you heard what here first? <laughs> the sports. You just want to say that. Yeah, yeah, it just sounds cool.